Are you ready for the most ridiculous advice in fantasy football? If so, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, without any further ado, here they are. It's Terribiculous and Rondiculous. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. I'm Welcome to the Terribiculous and Rondiculous show. I'm Terry, the Terribiculous part of the show, and I'm joined, as always, with Rondiculous, or Ron... How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, thanks. Um, I hope week two tra- taught or treated you well with fantasy football. Um, we're going to talk about that. We, we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about today. So, can we just jump right into stuff? Let's do it. Okay. Um, let's talk about week two. Week two. Yes. <laughs> How'd you do? Um, I did okay. I didn't do as good as I wanted to do, obviously. I didn't win the million dollars, you know, so. <laughs> or on the week three. Darn it. You okay. Know. Well, it's a good thing we're doing another podcast then because we can tell people who to pick. Exactly. <laughs> For week three. Exactly. Otherwise, week- this show ends if we win a million dollars. <laughs> exactly. That's right. We're out of here. So, yeah, week two, like some of the picks I picked last week, had a couple to hit. I had a couple people that I picked end up getting injuries. Um, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to I wanted to talk about a few a few of your good picks, if you don't mind first. And we really need to talk about the injuries because that really had a big effect on our uh, lineups. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. There was a ton of injuries, but uh, yeah, a couple of picks I got right. I picked Ezekiel Elliott. He had nineteen point two, uh, so he was a good play. Uh, Hayden Hurst in that same game, he had fifteen point seven at tight end. And Pittsburgh's defense had 13, so they performed well. And those are those are, those were some of your top picks, right? Yes, it was. And how Perfect. about you? Um, you know, I did pretty well. We were talking a little bit earlier, but I had this lineup um, that was doing really well. It was actually my best lineup, but I ended up having three players injured during the lineup, and I and I still won some money. Can you believe that? Well, I mean, that means you had some good players, and it also means that. If you're in Terry's lineup that you're in the NFL, you probably want to take the probably, day off. Yeah. <laughs> so, I will so, give, yeah, yeah. I'll give you all a heads up. There <laughs> was a lot of big-time injuries yesterday, big-name people. So you know, like we talked about before, injuries happen. There's nothing you can do about that in fantasy football. It's just part of the game, and you feel horrible for the players and – you know, you just when those, but you like you said, you had three players that got injured. Yeah, and you still won money, so you can yeah. still, not, you know, it's not a total waste. You can end up getting a couple of your bucks back, so that you know, it's something to keep in mind as well. Mm-hmm. So, exactly, yeah, exactly. Now, do you want to talk a little bit more specifically about the injury? So, we we talked about this a little last week too. You know, when you're doing your lineups, you definitely want to keep the injured players out. They still will show up in the in the roster, but you got to watch. Make yeah. sure you do not play these players because they'll give you a big fat goose egg, yeah. big fat zero. On the your good lineup. thing for us in football is the NFL has to come out with their inactives ninety minutes before the game starts. So, and then on FanDuel you can have late swaps. So if you have a player that's questionable that's in your lineups that's playing in the four o'clock games, um, you know try to maybe have him in the flex position, and that way at the, you see that he's inactive. You can go and switch it out and put a different player in so you're not totally lost. So that's kind of a nice thing. Now, once the game starts, you can't take the player out, obviously. But um, So you do have that ability to switch out your players if they're out. But always check your lineups because, you know, there's always for whatever. Like Tyrod Taylor yesterday, it was a last second or last minute. You know, he was scratched because he had some chest a chest injury. I uh, heard he had difficulty breathing or something. So... Uh, Justin Herbert got the start, so that was kind of out of nowhere. So always, always check on that stuff. That's so. a good point. Can I interrupt you for a second, Ron? Absolutely. I love, you know, when you do your lineups and you have like, uh, you know, Tarot Taylor, he's in your lineup. 
Um, how do you go about getting them out of there really quick? I mean, like you said, he was pretty late. So what do you do on FanDuel to get them out? There's a there's a little link at like, and it depends on what, what you're using. If you're using Android or if you're using uh, I, Apple, iPhone, because I use iPhone. So they're all set up a little bit differently. But there's a little link at the top. Mine on the, on the Apple is the top right. It says Quick Player Replace. You click on that link, and it pulls up all your players you're playing for that day. And you can there's, there's a little search icon. You can hit that and type in the player's name, and it'll pull it up. So you click. You would click on Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. and then it would pull out the players. And then there, it would there's um, a little orange button. It'll say there's a discrepancy, like with a salary cap or something. If you can't play that player, you know, and, and then it'll it'll tell you it'll tell you that. So it has that information there, and you can scroll down. And there's where there's not a little orange button that means you can switch out with the, with that player. So. so basically, what you're going to do is you're going to switch out Terod Taylor with another quarterback. And if you have several lineups with Terod in it, you're going to replace that uh, him with one specific player. Or can you do a? You can do mo- you can do mm-hmm. different ones. Um, if you do different ones. If you do a if you do quick player replace, the quick player replace will if you take Tyrod Taylor out and say you were going to put Justin Herbert in his backup who started, it would put Justin Herbert in every one of your lineups. So you had Tyrod Taylor. Oh, okay. So you okay. can you can individually edit a, um, a lineup as well. Um, you can do that actually from the your actual lineup. You'd have to go to the specific lineup mm-hmm. and click on it and open it up, and then there's an edit button. You can click that. And then uh, you can do it if you want to do like separate one one with Justin Herbert and another one with someone else quarterback from a different game like uh, i think uh, Kyler Miller played mm-hmm. later if, if you could afford it so. well that's well that's good to know because i've done that before i have had, had players that are out in my lineups and then i'm like oh you are screwed yeah so so yeah that's a good that's a good tip for everyone so if that ever happens to you just go uh, do what ron said yeah quick replace but yeah, you, you can do it like <laughs> i said before the game starts so just make sure you keep an eye on that and then as you all know that watched football yesterday was a ton of big names had injuries yesterday um Exactly. That's you and you know I would, I just bit. wanted to talk about that. If you could give us some specifics because we're talking about not putting these players in. So if you do you have some specific there's uh, a couple big players, name people? yeah, like Saquon Barkley's out for the year. Yeah, just read that Cortland Sutton's out for the year. Um, let's see what else did I see? Uh, Christian McCaffrey's out four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. Uh, Tyrod Taylor he had a chest injury. They said he's uncertain for next week, so he's so keep an eye on him. Drew Locke for Denver, quarterback. He's out at least two weeks. So Jeff Driscoll, he's going to be 6,500. So he could be somebody you throw a lineup with. They're playing Tampa Bay. You know, you never know. Um, this oh, week. this is going to come in handy when we talk later about yeah. what Ron's going yeah, to right, predict. Exactly. Because, yeah, perfect. And San Francisco had a bunch of injuries yesterday. Garoppolo has a high ankle sprain. Uh, Shanahan said that he could play this week. Uh, Raheem Mostert is likely out, they said, with a knee sprain. Tevin Coleman, he has a knee injury. Um they're not sure if he's going to play. If that's the case, then Jarek McKinnon's 5,700 against the Giants. He's going to be a huge value play. So he's probably going to be popular, but something like I said, keep an eye on the injuries. And uh, that those are a couple. Uh, a positive one, uh, Chris Godwin for Tampa Bay passed his concussion protocol, so he's ready to go this week against Denver. There was a lot of other injuries, too. Those are just a couple that I touched on. So you, as the week goes on, you can um, – Look and see who's you know who's in, who's out. So just keep an eye on that. Yeah, that's good advice. We, of course, we don't want anyone to get injured, of course. But well, of course, yeah. it does open up a value opportunity for you for whoever's replacing that player. Absolutely, so it Absolutely. save you a lot of money, and you could you know potentially pick up a lot of points with that player because they're going to get a lot more play. Exactly. So and then like 
If it's okay, I was talking about the the winning lineup, the one million dollars. Um, I was just going to talk about. I, I wish it was me. Yeah. How many points did they have? They ended up with two hundred nineteen point three. Wow. And they didn't use all the salary cap. That's another way to differentiate differentiate your lineup is don't use the whole salary cap. They but use, I like to use it. Yeah, <laughs> I like to well, use and, all and my that's money. A, and well, that's the thing too is a lot of people. A lot of people when they first start playing, they think I have to use all the salary cap. <laughs> But you don't know. So he used fifty nine thousand eight hundred out of sixty thousand. So he left two hundred dollars on the table, yeah. and he won a million dollars. So yeah. that's a way to differentiate because he played a Dallas Cowboys game stack, and we talked about that was going to be a popular game to stack. So a way that you can be different is leaving some money on the table. And he played great players. You know, he had Dak Prescott. He was the number one ranked quarterback for the week. Ezekiel Elliott was the number six ranked uh, running back for the week. He had Jonathan Taylor. He was the tenth ranked running back. And then um, Prescott with uh, C.D. Lamb, he was the 13th-ranked receiver. Mike Evans was the 4th-ranked receiver. Calvin Ridley was the number 1-ranked receiver. Tyler Higbee was the number 1-ranked tight end. Aaron Jones was the number 1-ranked running back. He had him in this flex position, and he played Green Bay's defense, who was 6th-ranked. So he had... One, two, three, four of the his nine positions were the top-ranked players. That's so, funny. I bet he wasn't feeling too confident when the game started against uh, when Dallas started. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that my. was a nightmare for Dallas, but they wow. turned it around. I mean, what a comeback. That I couldn't crazy. believe. Atlanta is probably sick again. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, But, yeah, the, that was it. And most of his lineup, you know, had higher own guys. Zeke Elliott was 35.5%. Jonathan Taylor, 26.8%. His lowest own was... Uh, Green Bay's defense at 2.8%, and then Higby at 3.2%. Everybody else, and Lamb was 99 so he was a little under 10 but everyone else was over 10 So, like I said, you don't have to be crazy. And then one other quick thing before we move on is the second-place lineup used the Josh Allen um, uh, as his quarterback, but he didn't, he didn't use a game stack. He just used Josh Allen. And you can do that if you're playing a running quarterback like Josh Allen, mm-hmm. like Cam Newton, because they had the rushing upside. So you don't have to necessarily do a game stack, and that's another way to kind of differentiate your lineup because a lot of players now are doing game stacks. So the second-place lineup, he won $100,000 playing Josh Allen but didn't play any other Bills players, and he didn't play anybody on the Miami side either. So, that's good advice. Yeah, yeah, so you, maybe so, Lamar Jackson too. Exactly, he, exactly. Yeah, he might be a great so, way not to stack. So something to keep in mind. So you don't, you don't have to stack, you know, but it's definitely there's more of a positive correlation when you do stack. And, you know, more times than not, the winning lineup, like this winning lineup, used a game stack. Dak Prescott, Zeke CeeDee Lamb, and brought it back with Calvin Ridley. So, you know, so I mean, anyway, it's so funny. just keep when in you, mind. When you, when, you look at that, when you look at that lineup, though, you know, you look at it and you're like, that's really not an outlandish lineup. I mean, those, these are players that we play. There's no crazy plays like the ones I try to play. <laughs> that's probably <laughs> maybe, why I didn't win a million dollars. Maybe that was your problem, Rob. <laughs> probably so. Probably so. Um, did you want to talk about anything else about uh, – any of your good picks that you had, like, or anything else about the winning lineup today? Or? Not so much. Like I said, I, I had a, I had a couple, I had a bunch of misses, but a lot of them got hurt. So that, that you know, like I said, you can't do anything about that. Then right. I talked about Benny Snell a lot, but uh, James Conner ended up playing, had a good game. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he was a value play that was possible at the beginning of the week and ended up not working out as that goes. But, um, but injuries just, you know, just were. All over the place, and that's yeah. That that was that was the big that was the big thing yesterday with all the all the big name injuries oh, that we were seeing. Crazy. They were knocking out a lot it of was, our lineups. It was so, crazy, and I mean it's just part of the game. You Absolutely. know that's going to happen. On to week three, as we say. And that's what we like to say. Just, uh, just to let you know, we are recording a little early. Um, we're here on Monday night. 
instead of Thursday because of scheduling issues. Um, but anyway, uh, it was a good transition to talk about what we kind of wanted to talk about anyway because we want to talk a little bit about uh, FanDuel and single game lineups. Um, I like to I like to play these more than Ron do does do, do. <laughs> I do you do <laughs> you do I like to do do more I like to play them more than Ron so Monday night and Thursday night are a great time to play single game lineups if you wanna if you wanna do that it's a little bit different than the regular lineups and uh, but tell what what do you like about them what you don't like about them Ron um you know I, I'm not a big fan of them so right. I don't play them much right. but if you are gonna play them. Um, you know that they have a kind of call a captain spot, or like, and so the the guy at your top spot is going to get one and a half points. Yeah, he's times his points, MVP. so he's going to get more points. So you want to pick who you think is going to get the most points. And in most history, in like in the single game um, lineups, when you're doing them, more times than not, the person in the in the captain spot is usually a receiver or a running back. You think, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be quarterback, yeah, but right. usually it's a receiver or a running back. And if it's a receiver, you obviously want to play. His quarterback, because if the receiver had a big game, the quarterback's probably going to have a good game too. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a good strategy to play. It's five positions, so it's a good strategy to play three from one team, two from the other. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do four and one, but it's a little more balanced. Seems to be get the better results. So right. a lot of a lot of times on these, um, like I think you said, it's a nine dollar entry for it's the a nine dollar entry. That's why we don't like to play a lot of them. It's, it's expensive a, to get into the. You, you can't, yeah, and then and a lot of times too, like. Unless some outrageous, you know, dart throw like I always like to throw in there goes off, there's usually going to be hundreds, even thousands of people that had the same exact lineup and they share mm-hmm. the money. Which, I mean, you can still like play a $9 lineup and end up sharing, you know, $1,000, $2,000. Exactly. It's still not a bad return. It's so not a bad return. At another all. thing I like to do when I do the single game lineups, I usually don't play the big one. I usually play just a single entry one because that way everyone only has one entry. So you can't, you can't get all crazy and, Throw stuff, you know, together. So mm-hmm. I like to do the single entry ones on those. And another huge strategy is leaving money on the table on those. Um, that's going to differentiate your lineup. In that, not you know, in not just five hundred dollars, but maybe a thousand or fifteen hundred. And that really differentiate. Differ, I can't say that word. Differentiate. <laughs> yeah, your lineup from other players. So. And you're talking about the single game lineups? On the single game lineups, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like on the on the regular one, like you said, a hundred, two hundred dollars on the table. You know, maybe three hundred, but you don't want to do more than that. But like on the single game lineups, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred, even two thousand, which sounds crazy, but that's going to give you a lineup that's probably different. You know, and if you do tie with somebody, you maybe tie with ten people instead of tying with a mm-hmm. thousand people. Right. You know, so you know that's something to keep in mind for the strategy on that. Yeah, that's one of the strategies that I always do too. You know, I always pick the player. Of course, you want to pick the MVP. He's going to get one and a half times the points. So, who's ever going to get the most points? That's who you want to put in that position. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is All right. I, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't understand. No, he's right though. I See, mean, this is why I don't give predictions because <laughs> Ron. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't resist myself. <laughs> Terry makes fun of me all the time, so I just had to throw it back at him. You know, so. But no, so he's yeah, that, right. So if you pick the right players, you're going to win. No, exactly. So, so that's what you do, and you it's it's tough. It's a little tough because you uh, have only so much money. So you're going to have to pick a you're going to have to pick a sleeper, someone yeah. that's going to go off. You know, you just don't have enough money to put all the top names in there. Exactly. So. And if you're playing a quarterback, maybe play you know like um, the star receiver with the quarterback, and then instead of playing the second string, you know, um, receiver, maybe put the third. Play the third string, or maybe even a fourth, like someone who gets just a couple, 
you know, a handful, 10 plays, but mm-hmm. they, they're a deep threat. Like Mike Bailey, Traquan Smith. Exactly. You know, he, there you, you know, go. So, He's a- you know, against, for New Orleans, you know, they're playing Las Vegas tonight. So, you know, it's just stuff, stuff to just keep in mind. Right, and uh, like I said, I'm I'm the one that nor- normally plays this too. And uh, and another reason that I like to play these is because you're only picking players from the two teams. You know, yeah. When you're doing a when you're doing the regular Sunday main slate, it's like you are picking from every team. So yeah. I, I always think it's harder. Yeah. But like you said, you're going to share the money with a lot more people because there's fewer players and a lot of people are going to have the same lineup. So yeah. and I so, just like if I did, I'm sorry, I didn't no, that's all right. But and I think you said the same thing. Like when I do the single game lineups. I just play one lineup, you know. I mean, like you said, I put one lineup in. And it's kind of you fun. It's fun to watch the game, and then you know your guy goes off. You know, especially if your guy in the castle spot goes off at the beginning, uh, and it's like, ooh, this is gonna be a good game. So that is awesome. Yeah, you know, Terry had one last year that he uh, was came down to the end. He was almost gonna win this thing, and uh, came down. Who was it? It was a Cortland Sutton. Sutton. Yeah, he caught the ball and fell at the one, and he just if he could have fallen uh, into the end yeah. zone, he, uh, Terry would have would have won. I that mean, tournament. it was uh, oh, that was yeah. Uh, that was exciting time. <laughs> that but was still, exciting. So, you know, it's like fantasy football, you know. It's like one yard away. So, um, but, yeah, it is, they're, they're fun to do. They are fun. They are fun. I, I should probably play them more than I do. Right. So, again, that we're, that's why I wanted to talk a little bit about the single game lineups because, like I said, we're recording early. Uh, so we don't have all the information for you as far as injuries and everything else goes. So that, that we just wanted to give you a heads up about that. We're not doing this on Thursday night, but it is being published on Thursday night. So... Very from good. from this point forward, there may be some injuries and things we don't know about yet. Exactly. So, so like I said, check everything, and stuff changes as the week goes on. And now, uh, you know, we got we've got some exciting stuff coming up, Ron. This is always my favorite part because, like you said, you're going to make fun of me. I get to make fun of you every week because <laughs> the next coming up yes. are ridiculous, most ridiculous predictions in fantasy football. Exactly. <laughs> And I know you've been working. I've, you've been working hard, haven't you, Ron, uh, to well, pick I the best? Some, I, well, yeah, I'm trying to pick. You know, obviously trying to pick the good plays to, to give you guys some options to try to start building your lineups with. So, um, so <laughs> well, can you t- <laughs> talk about the one the one viewer there, listener that we had and what he said about our predictions for fantasy football? <laughs> oh yes, they thanked us and said that they knew exactly who to put on the bench. So there you <laughs> so go. So there you go. Exactly. So you know exactly what to do when exactly. Ron gives or not you- to do exactly. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. It's hilarious. Thanks for your comments. Thanks for your questions. Yeah, keep them coming. Yeah, we, we, we love, love we love them all. Mean, nice, <laughs> exactly. You know, whatever you got. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. So you want to hop on into um, week three? Week Let's three. Do it. And what you what you have, Ron? So give me give me the give me the game of the week. The game of the week. I, I You're like gonna it. be shocked. Oh <laughs> yeah, you haven't gone over this with me. So I mean, yes. Dallas Cowboys against the Seattle Seahawks. What in the world is up with the Dallas Cowboys? And well, this is this is the thing. <laughs> every, I think every, I, well every week I hear the Dallas Cowboys with you now. Look at how high score in the first two games. Well, I think that Dallas's defense isn't that great. Yeah. So I think they're going to be a shootout every week. So Dallas may be the game of the week every week, you know. <laughs> but they're playing Seattle. Uh, Seattle's yeah. been in two shootouts as well. Yeah. So you got Dak Prescott against Russell Wilson. It's probably going to be a high total back and forth. And um, I really think that's probably going to be the game of the week. You know, I really, you know, that's, that's my call for right now. It could be. But 
again, remember the start of the Dallas Falcons game, man. That was yeah. if you if you had the Dallas players, you're probably like, oh, forget it. I exactly. lost. Exactly. They turned it around. It's not how you start. That's how you finish. So there you go. And like so. Ron says, every Sunday we still it's still a lot of time. A lot still of time a lot to of go. Time. A lot of time left. A lot of time left. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going with the game of the week is Dallas and the Seahawks. Dallas for Seattle. Yep. Absolutely. Perfect. So I'm, I'm now. This is just my guess, though. I'm I'm guessing you're gonna go with maybe a Dallas quarterback like Dak Prescott, or maybe the Seattle. <laughs> well, who do you have? Okay, yeah. So, Russell so Wilson. We're going, to, we're going to quarterbacks. You know, Russell Wilson's obviously gonna be very popular. He's gonna be a great play. Obviously, he's off to a great start this year. So you can't go wrong with a you know Russell Wilson game stack there. But I, as far as quarterbacks go, I got a couple quarterbacks for you to think about. I actually am going with Dak Prescott um, <laughs> on the other side, and um, and I picked Dak Prescott. He's going to be eighty five hundred dollars. Now Seattle has allowed the most receptions, sixty seven, and the most receiving yards, eight hundred and forty seven, through two games this year. So they that's the most that they've mm-hmm. allowed. Like I said, just not including the Las Vegas New Orleans game tonight. So we got to keep that in mind, but. So they've given up a lot of yards and a lot of receptions. So that's why I picked Dak Prescott as my top quarterback okay. to pick in there. All right. And then you ready for my my other my next uh, quarterback? I'm not sure. Your favorite player ever, oh. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, at 7,500. So y'all made fun of me the year before when I yeah. was all about Mitchell. So and the reason I picked Trubisky, they're playing Atlanta. Atlanta's been in shootouts as well. Um, Atlanta has allowed the second highest passer rating at 124.7 and the second most touchdowns, five, uh, throughout the first couple games. And also, Trubisky's got the running upside. Atlanta's allowed the second most rushing touchdowns at five as well. So he's got that rushing upside. So that's why I think he could be a good play. And um, and all the stats I'm giving you, all the information I'm getting, I got from NFL.com. So that's where I find all my stats. And that's where I do all my research from. So... So that's why I picked Trubisky. I think you know they could be down. They're going to be throwing, and and then um, hey, like I'm gonna, I said, he's got the I, rushing upside I, as well. I'm going to throw this out here. I don't think we've ever talked about this before, Ron. Does it when you're picking uh, players? Does it uh, you take into consideration who's at home, who's traveling, the weather? Absolutely, weather's a huge thing this time of year. Obviously, it's not as bad, but as you get later in the season, yeah, check the weather. If you if you uh, Google NFL weather, there's a there's a site that comes up. Let you know the winds. Like if there's 25 mile an hour winds, it's going to affect the passing game. Mm-hmm. You know, so if there's heavy rain, snow, so that's going to affect the outcome of the game. So right. weather's a big yeah. issue, um, and it is a big thing. Like quarterbacks, um, you know, on the road at home this year with no fans. I, don't I was know if just there's gonna, a huge yeah. I don't think there's going to be a other. yeah because of the noise level. It's not. But as far as running backs go, there is a tip. There is a huge advantage that they found, like in all the research and all the years of fantasy football that. If you're a if you're a home favorite and you're favored by seven points or more, it's good to play that running back. So that's that's an advantage for the running back. So because the theory is that you're you're a big favorite, you're going to get out ahead, and you're just going to keep running the ball. And it's also a positive correlation to play that defense. So if you're a seven point favorite and you're out ahead, the other team is going to be behind having to throw. That causes more potential for sacks. Which could lead to fumbles and or interceptions, could lead to defensive mm-hmm. touchdowns. So there's a positive correlation with running back and the defense. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good advice because yeah. you know we we've never talked about really the weather yeah. or you know traveling. So. But like you said, traveling this year really isn't going to cause you know isn't going to be a big factor because of the noise level. Exactly. Exactly. So um, yeah, so those are the cool quarterbacks I have. 
So Dak Prescott's your number one. Dak Prescott, then Mitchell Trubisky. And there's, the like I said, that's a great place too. Russell Wilson, you can't go wrong with him. You know, Matt Ryan's been off to a good start too. So, but those are two. Just trying to give you guys a couple to start with to look at. Perfect. What, what do you have as far as running backs go next week? Running backs, I got three for you. Um, I got Derrick Henry. Me, what, is, it, is Derrick Henry your number one pick? Or are you just gonna throw these out I'm there? I'm kind of going. That? I'm kind of going in um, like pricing order. So okay, I have Derrick Henry's eighty two hundred. Um, reason I picked him is because he may be low owned because he kind of disappointed this week. He didn't I, like he, he had a great matchup. He should have just destroyed um, Jacksonville, but he didn't. So he may be low owned because he let some people down. Uh, they're playing Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota has for the first two games has allowed 154 and a half yards a game on the ground. So that's why I picked Henry's 8200, maybe low owned. So maybe you know pivot off. People are going to play Elliott or something like that. So I have him at 8200. Um, then I have Miles Sanders for Philadelphia against Cincinnati. Miles Sanders mm, is 7,400. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, right now, Cincinnati's allowed 185 yards a game and four rushing touchdowns on the year. So, like, our Browns, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb did really good. And um, so, anyway, so Miles Sanders could have a big game against Cincinnati. So I picked him. And then, you know, I like Chubb, too, in this week. Uh, you know, yeah. I always like Chubb. Yeah, he's Honestly. The, the thing with Chubb is he shares time with Hunt. That's what scares me. You right, know? right, so right, right, right. He, he's kind of limited in, in his – that's why I try to pick backs that are going to get most, you know, 20-plus touches. And Chubb can, and he does. But with with Hunt in there, it just makes it scary sometimes a little mm-hmm. bit. So, right, right. Yeah. So, and then I have uh, Kenyon Drake. He's 6,500, playing Detroit. So – so far through two games, Detroit's allowing 204 yards a game wow. on the ground. 408 yards through two games. So I think I'd use him as my number one. Yeah, pick. I mean, yeah, so it could be. be. Yeah, <laughs> I like I'm just kind of going in a, in a right. pricing order, but but yeah, Drake he's gonna be 6,500, and and uh, and they're playing at home. Arizona's playing at home. And so that's someone to think about as well. So those are those are three running backs I have for you. Okay, perfect. Yeah. What about what do you what do you think about wide receivers next? Wide week? receivers, um, actually that same game, uh, um, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he's off yeah. to such a yeah. hot start. So he's eighty five hundred playing Detroit, and so Detroit's allowed five touchdowns through the years through two games. And right now, you want as receivers, you want guys that are getting targeted, obviously, because that gives you more opportunities. Hopkins is the number one targeted receiver in the NFL through two weeks. 25 targets. Out of 25 targets, he has 22 completions. Wow. Yeah, so he's just – the guy's a stud, you know. See, and, see and, the, and you can see him being missed in Houston. So <laughs> That's what happens to me, though. I, You know, I, if they if they do well the one week, I'm thinking, okay, they're not going to have a second week. Calvin Ridley was a perfect example. I know I did yes. play Calvin Ridley. Had another bang-up day yesterday. Exactly. I mean, he you know. two weeks in a row. And Ridley's one of those guys, Ridley's you know. An awesome and, uh, player, yeah, yes. he is. And he's like – I think he's taking that next step this year. And he – you know, Julio Jones – I read something right before we came on that I think he's having some kind of hamstring issues, so keep an eye on him for the week. And so yeah, Ridley's always yeah. So you just don't know. Like I said, you don't know. It's 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 all a guessing game. But I hope I didn't take one of your picks, right? So for next no, week. you do not. So yeah, so I have him, and then I have uh, to go with the Mitchell Trubisky, Allen Robinson, okay. sixty nine hundred playing Atlanta. Um, he's had eighteen targets, so nine per game. He's only had eight receptions, so Mitch Trubisky's been a little inaccurate, but they're bound to connect. You know, playing Atlanta. Atlanta has allowed the second most receptions, 65, and they've allowed 775 yards on the year through two games and five touchdowns. So I think Robinson's a big candidate um, to have a big game. Mm-hmm. So, Perfect. Yeah. And then with my Dallas game, I have C.D. Lamb. He's going to be playing in the slot. He's going to be 5,600 versus Seattle. Uh, he plays in the slot. Seattle's 
Like I said, they allowed 67 receptions, 847 yards so far. Edelman last night against Seattle went for eight receptions for 179 yards. So I think C.D. Lamb could be a, you know, one you'd want to maybe compare with Dak Prescott in that game stack. Perfect. Uh, tight ends. Tight ends. Um, our guy Higby, who got who was one yesterday. I mean, he's a great receiver. Sixty-one hundred dollars. They're playing Buffalo. Um, Jacecki from Miami yesterday against Buffalo had eight receptions for 130 yards and a touchdown. And I always tell you, tight ends are always the hardest they're ones they're yeah. to pick for me. But yesterday I picked two, yeah, two excellent. See, there you go. Yeah, Hurst so and Higby. Know. Yeah. Well, you're listening to Tur- Pick Tur- 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 You listen to the show, and that's why you're doing so good on tight ends. So I mean, there you go. So there you go. So <laughs> I have him, and then um, I went back to Logan Thomas uh, for Washington. He's 4,900. They're playing Cleveland. So. Uh, Cleveland's allowed three touchdowns to tight ends so far. Um, Logan mm. Thomas has 17 targets through two games, so he's getting eight and a half targets. So he's getting a lot of targets. And like I said, Cleveland's given up three touchdowns through two games. I don't like that it's stat, Ron. Well, I know you don't like that, but you know. <laughs> you know the my brain. It, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. So um, I have that. And then um, for def- defenses, defense, yeah. yeah, a couple. Um, Pittsburgh, 4,700, playing Houston. Um Pittsburgh, they had the second most sacks of 10. Houston's allowed the second most sacks, eight on the season. We talk about getting pressures, getting turnovers. That's what you're looking for in defenses. Uh, also, Tampa Bay playing Denver. Tampa Bay's 3,800, so it'll be a cheaper defense. Mm-hmm. Good good um, pick. Yeah. yeah, they're fourth in sacks. Denver's tied for the second most, allowing seven sacks. So Perfect. Yeah. So Now, you know, this. This I always like this, too. Ron will give me his sleeper picks. Yes, and you will go. Will probably not want to play most of. Them. <laughs> <laughs> until you may he, want to play on this until week until he hits on one. Then you'll be like, "Well, I should have listened to Ridiculous." So, so what, yeah. what do you got? What are the ridiculous uh, sleepers you have? Okay, for running back, I have Josh Kelly for the Los Angeles Chargers. Fifty nine hundred. They're playing Carolina. Carolina's allowed the most rushing touchdowns, six and one hundred twenty seven and a half yards a game. Um, he, now, I picked him over Eckler because, and Eckler's a great play too, but he's, like I say, he's my sleeper. Mm-hmm. So, yesterday's game, Josh Kelly had 23 carries, Eckler had 16. So, Josh Kelly, you know, he, wow. you know, so that's, so that's why, that's why I picked him for running back, 5,900, mm-hmm. you know, and then also, like I said, keep in mind Jerick McKinnon for uh, San Francisco, keep an eye on the injuries there. He could be a good value play. Um, wide receiver, Deontay Johnson for Pittsburgh, 6,300. Um, I'm just I'm just staying quiet over here. Right? Okay, so yeah. You, you just so, go, right, you just go ahead and do okay. your thing. All right. So they're playing Houston. Um, so he's Deontay Johnson's third in the league right now with 23 targets, and then Houston's allowed four touchdowns through the air. So that's why he's 6,300. Pittsburgh playing Houston. Tight end. You're gonna love this one. Drew Sample, Cincinnati. He's 4,800, and they're playing Philadelphia. He got nine targets after Uzoma went out. Uh, the other day with an injury, um, Philly has allowed four touchdowns to tight ends through the first two weeks. So I think he could be a sneaky play at 4,800. Drew Sample for Cincinnati. And then this is the one you're really going to love. Mm. My defense, the New York Giants against San Francisco. <laughs> Can I ask? Yeah, yeah, Can I ask why? They're going to be very low owned. And, very low owned. Yeah, and t- Giants are tied for the fourth most sacks, six. And San Francisco's allowed six sacks, which is tied for the third most allowed. So their Giants are at home. San Francisco is going to be on the road for two weeks in a row. So I, it's a, it's it's a definitely a dart. That's my dart throw. Perfect. But well, that's the, what we that's what we want. That's yeah, what we but, want. But the sleepers. The Gi- so. Yeah, the Giants. I think they could. They'll be. Very, they'll definitely be low owned. So I think that's someone to think about. All right, outstanding. Now we'll take a look at those next week. 
Perfect. I can't believe our time is up, Ron. It goes by fast, doesn't it? It does. Except for our viewers. They always said, this seems to go on forever. <laughs> oh, that's not true. They love us. <laughs> but, but for us, it goes by pretty quick. But anyway, um, if you like the show, you want to comment, give us some good feedback, bad feedback, whatever you got. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at TRPCast, TRPCast on Twitter, or like us on Facebook at Trabiculous Rondiculous. As always... I'm sorry. We were actually on Instagram at TRP. Oh, what did I say? You said Twitter. Oh, Twitter. We're yeah. not on Twitter. Yeah. I don't like Twitter. Twitter's mean. <laughs> Twitter's mean. I don't like that mean. So, so yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Thanks for thanks no, for the no clarification. Problem. So anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week. Good luck.